Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Soha. Deep sea mining, a race for precious minerals. This is the topic which I'm going to discuss today. So let's start with that. What is deep sea mining? It is a term which is used to mine the sea, the sea floor. Now it's known that there are billions of billions dollars of minerals there in the ocean. Ocean floor, which is very cold, have no light, too much pressure of water, but life at the sea floor exists, and that too in abundance. Marine biologists who explore the bottom of the ocean found thousands of species, marine life, and seaweed. These species on the floor of a deep sea don't only create biodiverse marine life. but some of them are very beneficial for human health especially when it comes to make antibiotics now it's true too that researchers have detected the massive mineral resource available at the floor of the deep sea which could prove to be a huge resource for world's mineral shortage at the sun but everything comes with a cost isn't it one issue is that which company will claim what share and if this race continues how far will it go politics and power hustle because of it could cause numerous troubles could open many uh, more new theaters of wars and pandora box or perhaps pandora boxes another point which we have to keep in mind is that this sea mining will it disturb the ocean ambiance and that too for unknown geological times the ecosystem will be completely compromised the organisms which functions in the oceans will be disrupted so one possibility is that we will completely destroy home of thousands of marine species which live right above the deep ocean floor and not to forget that ocean is so vast that it covers 70% of the earth so the magnitude of area which we are talking about is too huge now deep sea starts from 200 meters to all the way down to 11 kilometers approximately for discovering the ocean floor or oceans scientists with the help of machines collect samples of marine life which exhibit different habitats and different species and the more research is done the more we know about what is there lying in the oceans and how fragile the environment is and how highly it can be affected by deep sea mining so let's try to know what are the probable dangers and how much is too much scientists have collected physical specimens from the deep sea ocean floor so they can study how different species of animals live there and interact with each other deep sea mining is looked upon as a source of green revolution the hunt for metals which are useful for machines batteries electronic devices and space exploration knowing all this we can only say that it only works if it is done rightly Researchers also have their own doubts and their mixed opinion. But one thing is for sure, the reserves underneath the oceans are massive. According to few data studies, the estimates of these reserves are that they'll be enough to meet 10 years of world 
needs of copper, 100 years of world needs of nickel, 350 years of world manganese resource, and 450 years of world cobalt supply. So now you know that how massive these reserves are and why world is after these reserves. One more reason is that when they compare these reserves from the ocean and the reserves which we got on the surface of the earth, the difference is vast. From surface mining, the average needs much supply reserves are up to 20 years. The next 20 years we are talking about. So in these given circumstances, it's no less than a treasure. Oh yes. But deep ocean projects will have to take into account the precautionary measures. And more rules and regulations should be in place. And this got to be done to ensure the just decisions, the right decisions and the benefits for all nations, not for only a couple of nations. Surprisingly, the Clary and Clifton zone in Central Pacific Ocean is spread upon 6 million square meter area. And in that area, the cobalt reserves are almost 4 to 6 times more, which are more than all the reserves of precious metals combined on land. Oh yes, you heard me right. Knowing so and knowing the fact that greed and having all is in human nature, right? So those who are in power have to keep a check on their ambitions and their activities while completing their thorough research about these reserves and before competing in the race to get them. They need to take into account and do research that they must not destroy any useful bacteria or marine life which could be the core of new medical inventions. The success of biomedical depends on it. Here is another factor, the biomedical samples, the potential samples which are collected from the deep sea are huge and there are much more which aren't collected yet, which could prove to be massive benefit for environment, for marine life, for humans and which must be preserved so that the medical benefits can be reaped not only for us but for the generations to come. Now there are some areas of the ocean floor which consider to be more useful. How and why? Let's try to know. In three areas of ocean, the polymetic nodules can be found in the sea floor. These rocks are made with iron, copper, nickel, magnesium, and cobalt. Then sulfur deposits are there as well in form of zinc, lead, silver, and gold which are near the hydrothermal vents. Now, what's a hydrothermal vent? The hydrothermal vents are the result of seawater percolating down through fissures in the ocean crust, in the vicinity of spreading centers or subduction zones, which means the places on Earth where two tectonic plates move away or towards one another. The cold seawater is heated by hot magma, and re-emerges to form the winds. Nextly, there are underwater mountain ranges, which have thick cobalt crusts. The world's largest underwater mountain range can be found in the Atlantic Ocean, which runs from 87 degrees north about 333 kilometers south of the North Pole to the sub-Antarctic Bogart Island of 54 degrees south. 
So now you know that why deep sea mining has suddenly become so important that big companies and the powerful people want a share of it at any cost. However, the noticeable argument about it is that uh, we can use these resources for electric cars, green energy resources, and to make batteries. And could be used for different purposes related to field of space even. Some researchers also believe and debate about this. They're raising their voice that sea mining could be the biggest environmental threat which we could face in the coming years. On the other hand, the land mining is associated with huge environmental costs also, as it gives birth to soil erosion and pollution, of course, and also it kills biodiversity. One more point is that in poor countries, mostly in Africa, Congo, children are associated or shall we say that earning their bread and butter from mining. They are mining cobalt there. And the effect of these mining activities are very injurious to their health. So many human rights groups are raising their voices too about this matter. But still there is no relief and things are as they were before. Now scientists estimates that by 2050, the world demand for cobalt and nickel will become four times greater, or oh yes, four times greater than our present needs in this time. And this is worrisome for many in the world, as if this happens, the reserves on land we have right now won't be sufficient enough for meeting these needs. So the countries which has mineral resources in them are now the hotspots for the world economic zones. And that is why geopolitics is shifting and new world order is forming. One more greed associated with mining the sea floor is that mining companies in just one drill on the ocean of the floor can extract as much minerals as they can extract from the land from two or three mines. So the difference again is huge. And this potential difference is making deep sea mining more and more important and attractive. However, as I've said in the beginning also that in the international waters, high seas or deep sea beds, for now work upon the guidelines, the rules and regulations as per defined by UN Terranautical Sea Body Authority. But there are grey zones and disputed water beds also. It's mentionable too that International Seabed Authority ISA has issued more than 30 licenses to hunt for precious metals and minerals in the deep sea up till now. Deep sea mining can cause high amount of disturbances which should be taken into account. For instance, there can be major loss of species underwater. Our ecosystem can be crumbled up. Even the natural beauty underwater can change into sediment rocks. Some researchers even say that digging out minerals and metal deposits could wipe out many habitats. Few big giants such as BMW, Google and Samsung, many others, wants that deep sea mining should be paused. Till when? Until the concerns are addressed and proper laws are made. 
This is the right move, but some companies and people in power oppose this move. The Metals Company in 2021 researched about this and have recently rolled out a controversial timeline. According to them, they'll start the deep sea mining by 2025. Their stance is that these deep sea mining activities will create only a friction bit of impact on the environment, but the benefits this mining will be providing are magnum, so it's worth taking a risk. However, marine scientists and biologists do not agree with the stand so much. But sadly, we know that the world we live in, when it comes to power play or money games, often ambition knows no bounds, and personal interests, hunger to have more, takes over. Politics also plays its role. So considering all these factors, if right strategic approach is not adopted by those in power, many factors might won't be considered and might well left unattended. For now, let's hope for the best solutions possible and stay focused on positive outcome. With this, I wrap up today's podcast episode. Hope you like it. And zillion thanks for joining me in the show. Until next time, take a lot of care of you and all around you. You were listening to The Living Archives Podcast with me, Soha. Bye for now.